Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 74, Paranormal Activity. Hello, Hallie. Greetings, David. Hello, Kristen. Greetings, David. And hello, listeners. It's funny, I started doing the thing like an episode like six or whatever because people were like I wish we could understand the difference between Hallie's voice and Kristen's voice <laughs> <laughs> now you do now you just do Hallie's voice stop copying me no <laughs> I don't like that people are mistaking our voices yeah that like... doesn't make sense because I don't think we have similar voices neither do I listeners get better ears yeah, there's the bug. It's on David's laptop now. Oh, is it? Yeah. We, we I see a, it. We had a bug that was on Hallie's water bottle, uh-huh. but now it's on my laptop. Oh, there it is. Oh, now it's on the table. Leave. It might what be. You, it might be Joan Cinema. She maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you flicking it? Let me just violently blow it out. <laughs> Mine was a gentle nudge. Yours was a hurricane. Alright. Bug bug interlude over. Okay. Is a 2007 American supernatural horror film. It is the first film in the Paranormal Activity series, which includes an improbable eight films now, as well as a digital comic called The Search for Katie and two video games. How do they spell Katie? Guess. K A T I E. Yes. Okay. Good one. Solid. Glad I picked that up. Uh, Paranormal Activity was written and directed by Oren Pelly and stars Katie Featherston, Mika Sloat, Mark Fredericks, Amber Armstrong, and Ashley Palmer. You might re- recognize some of those names from the movie, which is fun. Yeah, it is fun. Also, I like that. there are five people listed when I only remember four people in the movie. Am I, I missing somebody? I saw this and I think they count the person, oh god, the person in the 60s who was being haunted. Oh, oh Ash. Her picture showed up. Yeah. with an A. Uh, I think she was listed as one of the people. I think it was them, the two main people, the friend, and the guy who was useless. Yeah. Yeah. He only did referrals. Only did referrals. And abandonment. We call that. I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> I was just hoping it would come to me. I thought you were going to go with like health grandment. Abandoned Earl. I'm telling you guys, one of the dumbest forms of entertainment. It's just like putting two words together that don't make a good one in <laughs> yeah. any way, shape, or form. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking when you said what that, I immediately thought of like dog and house. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Fun. <laughs> Entertain yourself for hours. Yeah. Hooked on phonics is for all ages. Yeah. I did hooked on phonics. Congrats. It was offered for free at the kinder care. For free. For free. 
How's it passing? Second that? grade. I was in a fourth grade reading level. They really hooked you. Really, yeah, <laughs> those phonics really got you. They really just sunk their claws in. Yeah. They have never let go. <laughs> you think Katie's the only one being stopped by a demon since she was eight? No one talks about what phonics and they enough. This is a conversation that needs to be had so that the victims can heal. Uh, Paranormal Activity was developed as an independent feature and was shot on a $15,000 budget. Later, it was acquired by Paramount Pictures and reworked, including adding a new ending that cost $200,000, which is insane. The ending does not seem like it would cost the price of a new house in the Midwest. Like, I don't know much about film, but it feels like somebody got ripped off here. Yeah. They did the entire 90-minute movie for 15000 but those final three minutes that they had to redo suddenly cost... I can't those final math. three minutes are mostly just the bedroom and sounds coming from downstairs. Right, like, she stands up, yeah. she turns around. In one version, she stays there. In another version, she walks to his side of the bed. I'm not seeing where the 200000 Unless the actors are being compensated accordingly, but even right. then, I'm like... Like adjusting like for the popularity of the film. But surely faking slitting your own throat isn't... That's 13.333 repeating times the cost of the entire movie. Yeah, that's For the lot. final that feels little excessive. bit. Yeah, maybe it was really expensive to... Throw Mika's body at the camera. It's a it's a cool spooky number though. They had to hire ten different actors. <laughs> just, not even actors, just like crew people to just like chuck the actual body. Yeah. Body. Um. What if the guy like redesigned his house and so they were like, ah, we got we got to re- redesign it back. <laughs> we got to we got to revert. Go to Wayfair and find this bed frame again. Maybe that was the real cost. Yeah. Well, with such a low budget. It wasn't hard for them to recoup their expenses, but even still, Paranormal was a big box office success, earning over 100 million domestically and an additional 80-some million internationally. Paramount DreamWorks, incidentally, acquired the U.S. rights for $350,000, making Paranormal Activity the most profitable film ever made based on return of investment, which surpassed another film we watched, The Blair Witch Project. The Blair Witch Project! Go listen to the episode. Yes. Or else. I was going to say or else. The Blair Witch will come for you. As will the phonics. As will <laughs> the phonics and their hooks. <laughs> Maybe Katie too. <laughs> Who knows? It's spelled K-A-T-I-E. <laughs> spelled the traditional. If Katie K-A-T-Y comes at you, <laughs> you're just different. That's an IRS thing. <laughs> All right, I have one more paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) Critics also generally appreciated the film's pacing and tension, with several pointing towards its runtime of just under 90 minutes as a positive. However, one critic in particular I want to note, Michael Carter of The Breeze, summed up the film as, quote, all right, (laughs) which I respect. It is an all right film. More critics should tell it like it is. Yeah. 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 I just love that 
somebody got paid for the review and they're just like, <laughs> this right. film is all right. It's fine. Good for them. In case it's been a while since you've seen it, Paranormal Activity is a story of Katie and Mika. Spelled like Micah. <laughs> Pronounced Mika. Yes. For some reason. A couple of three years who have recently moved in together. When Katie shares the big secret of her life, she's been followed since she was eight years old by a paranormal creature. Now that it is in the house they share, Mika is determined to capture evidence of it on the big fancy camera he just bought. Katie calls in a, I wrote ghost expert, but actually he's a psychic, who tells them he thinks they are dealing with a demon, something he has no experience <laughs> with, and promptly gets out. Meanwhile, Mika feels like he can handle the situation on his own, calling out the demon to show itself and escalating matters dramatically. Will the two of them defeat Katie's monster, or will they both probably be eaten? Some three-toed footprints, a flaming Ouija board, and a demonologist who never shows up. <laughs> it's paranormal activity. The footprints only had three toes? Yeah. They were little hooves. Little cloven hooves. I couldn't really see. There was a glare. Like I mean, there was a glare. The camera work was very. Bad. Also, they didn't zoom in on the footprints. You they should have. If I was Mika and I was trying to get evidence, I'd be like, get a close up on the three hooved prints. <laughs> Mika, however, was not very good at most things. That is correct. He I was feel like useless. I feel like Mika probably could have just left and sold his video evidence. For like a lot of money. Probably. And yeah. maybe they could have found another demonologist. <laughs> like maybe. <laughs> Surely there's more than the one, right? Like Katie could have just hung out by herself for a little bit. Maybe that's not a great idea. No. But even then, it probably would have been better because she had spent 20-ish years with this thing being part of her life, but never escalating it so much. Mika was clearly... Well, I think uh, uh, if this had happened at the end of the movie, that's a no-go. You can't just leave her alone. That's true. um, At the beginning, if they'd wanted to just separate a little bit until it was handled, yeah, that would have worked because Katie wasn't going to do anything stupid. Like invite the Ouija board in. Bring in the Ouija board and yell at it and do the camera. Have either of you seen the Luigi board video? No. Remind me later. Okay. I'll post it on the Twitter. Okay. It's quite good. Quite. Um, let's do the personality quiz. This week, oh, yeah. we took a quiz that has nothing to do with the movie, except that it's called, What Type of Paranormal Activity Are You? I looked for quizzes that had to do with the movie, but because there are eight films, and I want to emphasize that there are eight of these now... <laughs> Um, there were other characters and things from the other movies and like it didn't I I took one through like three or four questions that didn't make any sense to me so I was just like let's find something else and I found what type of paranormal activity are you? Kristen. Which I was excited to take, and I liked their questions it was 29 questions yeah, long quite. so I thought it was a pretty fun quiz yeah. um, I am at the moment satisfied with my answer, which told me that I am an extraterrestrial. So <laughs> you're a ghost. Okay, paranormal activity, I suppose. Yeah, yeah keep up. 
It says, you are anything but down to earth. You're an E.T. because you often feel far from home or out of place. And you likely think just a bit differently than everyone else. As evidenced by my just putting two words together. People may not fully understand your creative thought processes at first. But once they get to know you, they can't help but see your true virtues. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an extraterrestrial. Two so, words. Stick them together. Hey. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Just to forcibly say, that's my thing now. I'm an alien. Yeah. Yeah. You're an alien. Yeah. So I'm pretty, pretty tickled. Yeah. Yeah. Hallie, what are you? I am a friendly ghost. <laughs> like Casper, you can't help but help others. Even if you are a little spooky, you're nothing like bothersome poltergeists or demonic possessions. If a person has to experience a paranormal activity, they'd be lucky to meet a friendly ghost like you. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Casper's nice. Great. I'm okay just being a chill, friendly ghost. Casper's nice. Yeah. Yeah. You could be a vengeful ghost, though, which would be more fun. I mean, it would be more fun. I'm a little disappointed I didn't get something scary and mean. Because you're not either of those. I'm a friendly ghost. Yeah. What'd you get, David? I am a clairvoyant. Ooh. <laughs> I like that I've got different ones. Yeah. You may be human, but you have the ability to cross over between the average everyday world and the world of the paranormal. You probably experience things more deeply than others, and you often experience the feelings and emotions of others. Some people may doubt your intuition, but you know that your feelings are usually eerily spot on. Clairvoyant. Would you say that is an accurate summary? Not only an accurate summary, I knew I was going to get it before I took the quiz. Look at that. If someone called you and said, here are all the weird things that's been happening, and you said, oh, it's a demon, would you leave them in the lurch? I'm not an expert in demons. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a clairvoyant. (laughs) Your presence there is aggravated the demon. I would... Perhaps. But you know, despite not being an expert. Yeah. I, I think I would know more than one demonologist. <laughs> I think you would know that you could go have the conversation in the driveway yeah. and to not completely abandon the people. He, I love that he says, like, I will help you, I will help you when he goes outside, and then we never see him again. Never see him again, never hear from no. him. It's not like he called them on the way right. home and was like, all right, so here's the plan. What we actually have to do, go buy some mustard seed. Like, nothing go like that. mustard seed. Last Can't night, stand I, it. Last night I opened um, a new jar of mustard. I bought a champagne dill mustard. Mm. And I literally was just like, man, life is all about just appreciating a good mustard. <laughs> Did you did you know that mustard seeds are actually how you defeat vampires? Is that why you mentioned it, or was this completely no, random? No, completely random. <laughs> in um in Eastern Europe, you take the mustard seeds and you sprinkle them on your roof uh-huh. because vampires are obsessive compulsive and must count things. <laughs> so they'll be up there all night counting mustard seeds until the sun comes up and kills them. Interesting. Now and the mustard seeds because they're small and they blend in with the roof, so it's going to yeah, be really you gotta hard. You got to go and find what every it, last yeah. mustard seed. Poppy seeds. I feel like that would be a better um, deterrent. Yeah, because you could use anything that is also sesame seeds. seed like chia seeds. Probably yeah. could if you don't have seeds. any mustard seeds. I bet pine nuts. <laughs> yeah. 
I was watching a video last night of this Italian man talking about pesto, except the captions go by what they hear, not what is being said. said. So he would be like, pine nuts, but the captions were like, finance, peanuts. (laughs) And I was like, no, that's not correct. But no, learn something new. I did not know that mustard seed was the way to deter slash Empire. empire. But now I do. That was a very random thing to go with for not knowing that (laughs) bit of monster trivia. No, I just, we mentioned mustard. Hmm. I mentioned it because I had a good mustard, so it's on the brain. Did you put the mustard on? Veggie balls. I also bought a raspberry honey mustard, but then I thought, mm, I'll finish up the champagne dill mustard first. Yeah, one mustard at a time. One mustard at a time, day by day. Yeah. I, um, I went to the mustard museum in, uh, in Wisconsin. There's a mustard museum? There is. In Wisconsin. Is mustard there? He owns it. That's my clue player. Actually. That's not how it's, it's my mine. clue player. It's mine. <laughs> Fun facts. This is the root of the of everything. <laughs> of it all. I think this has come up before, a very long time ago. Long time, long time listeners of the podcast may remember the Colonel Mustard debacle. Informational drop. <laughs> um, where in Scanson is this mustard museum? With its kernel. Mustard Museum. Middleton. Middleton. I don't know where that is. It is, I think, sort of near um, that place everybody goes on vacation. The Dells. The Dells. Yeah, it's not that National bad. Mustard Museum. Their motto is learn, taste, shop, laugh. <laughs> I guess they got us. I guess we did just laugh, <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, um, mustard. Oh, Colonel, you're so funny. So dashing. So friendly. Yeah. Where did you say this was? Middleton, Wisconsin. I am texting myself this information for um, future excursions. It's uh, it's pretty great. I think it, it used to be in a different town, mm-hmm. and now they've, they've moved to a bigger location. I, I was at the, the original... Mustard Museum. The OG. Yeah. But, uh... The Dells also has a root beer museum. Which is very interesting. That pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Good sarsaparilla. No. That is related to root beer. I hate (laughs) (laughs) That's the tea. That's the tea. Yeah, but that was mixed with, like, apple or something that it should have been mixed with. Sarsaparilla mixed with the proper things is delicious. I think sarsaparilla in a cream soda is fine. Yeah, so mixed with appropriate things. No, but I think even if it was like an apple cream soda, I'd be like, Uh okay. I think it was the tea form that really made me hate it. No, (laughs) the sarsaparilla's fault. Sarsaparilla didn't choose to be a tea. It did. Someone said, we're going to make you into a tea. tea. (laughs) Someone made money off of that sarsaparilla's exploitation. That's a miracle for you. You're (laughs) laughing at the Wisconsin Mustard Museum. 
No. Yeah. I'm not laughing. Are you sure? Yes. Proceed. <laughs> I disagree. All right. Well, seeing Paranormal Activity for the first time, I didn't know anything about the movie except that it's supposed to be scary and that it uses a found footage style thing. And one of those was true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't find it, like, particularly creepy, which is probably good for my sanity in this case, since I do live in a creaky old house that makes demon-esque noises from time to time. <laughs> Um, there's always like stuff banging around or whatever. I don't know. I'm is not worried about it. Is the still in your basement? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is a cursed painting. Yeah. I do have a, a very scary painting of a obviously possessed little girl in <laughs> my basement that has just been there. And, uh, I keep meaning to get rid of it. <laughs> and it keeps coming back. <laughs> um, anyway... <laughs> You can ask me on Twitter if you want to know more about that story. <laughs> I realized that was maybe strange, but um, anyways, it did remind me a lot of the Blair Witch Project, which again, check out our episode if you want to hear us talk about more found footage horror films. But like both very low budget and I had sort of high expectations for it that the movie didn't quite meet, though I was glad I saw both of these. Yeah. Um, I wonder if... It did make me sort of wonder if it's possible to do a horror movie like this that doesn't just kind of devolve into, like, panicked bickering. Pan like, right. Like, I know conflict is important, but in both these movies, there was just a lot of infighting as people got stressed. And I wonder how it would go if there were two people that, like, grew even closer as the spooky stuff ramped up instead of, like... Paranormal activity. The rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tests their relationship, but... They come out stronger on the other end. They ain't cute. Yeah. They're both just trying to deal with the same demon. Yeah. The demon of love. <laughs> As are we all. You meant a bastard. <laughs> Anyways, like watching it though, it was a bit pleasing to see Mika do absolutely everything Katie told him not to. Yeah. Just like every bad, dumb decision he could possibly make. One after the other. I don't know. I was I was kind of rooting for the demon after a while. Like, yeah. just eat him. Like, like Once, you, you got this. Especially when it broke the picture and, like, the yeah. crack was on his face and it had the claws. I was like, your days are numbered, boy. Like, oh. good. And you would have thought that maybe after a clearly targeted, um, not really attack, but whatever, like, he clearly is the one on receiving the damage there, uh, that maybe he would have been like, hmm, perhaps we should call this demonologist because it seems to be mad at me in particular. But instead, his solution was baby powder on the floor. It's his girlfriend. Yeah. Which is so funny because it's not even a solution, it's just a test. No! Yeah. It's like, we've already seen plenty of evidence for the demon, right. but like, what if there was more evidence. The only, <laughs> you don't need it. The only yeah. possible thing is, like you said, it was a three-toed footprint. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. So you can you show that to the demonologist who might be like, ah, it's this subset of demon. Yeah, it narrows it down. But, but like, like, if you didn't have that, it doesn't change the fact that there's still a demon in the house that must be um, taken care of. Mm -hmm. yeah. So... 
And I like that she mentions that too. She's like, okay, what does this prove? Like, like even if we do what see that. Yes. And also, I love when he was like, I'm not going to let some quack come in here and do this. Like, dude, whether you believe it or not, uh, at least this person has been studying this for years. Whereas he definitely did a Google search, like, how demons. to get rid of demons. But he's, he's like, condominium. 2006. He's, he's an independent thinker who's done yeah. his own research mm-hmm. and doesn't need the experts. We know how that works in. out. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I love the most when Katie is mad at him or bringing up reasonable uh, opinions about whatever he's doing. And he's like, just chill, babe. Chill. He says chill, chill so many times throughout that movie instead of just responding to whatever her worries are. I'm sure that everybody hated Mika when it came out, me included. But as an adult woman, I was like, God, Mika, shut up. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah. But Katie was fine. Whatever. The Katie was fine. The infighting, though, is like, I feel like a lot of movies rely on the infighting and the shouting to add to the horror of it all, like, mm-hmm. as a psychological element, because then, you know, the scares get a lot worse for the characters, which is, you know, fair, whatever. But, like, no, your interpretation would be very interesting. Yeah. And I think it would be more fun for fun spooks. Because now that you mention it and I've thought about it briefly, it's like, wouldn't it be scarier that now this person who you're relying on extra and are extra close with and on good terms with, wouldn't it be even worse if something bad happened to them? As opposed if to if the you're like already mad, I guess you die with regret. But <laughs> if, like the demon wanted to get this loving, supportive person out of your life because yeah. they made it easier for that for you to cope. Because the demon also doesn't like Katie and wants to possess her or whatever. Well, that's the thing, is why I didn't like the alternative ending that was on the DVD is because she flips her own yeah. throat. But I'm like, again, this demon has been with her mm-hmm. for like 20-something years at this point. Hangs out near the end of her bed. Carries a picture of Katie. But yeah. like, nothing seems particularly bad. It's it's only in this time when it seems like it was much more escalated than any other times based on the little bit that Katie had mentioned. But, like, yeah, it's not good that the demon dragged her out of the bed and, like, possessed her and all these other things. But it seemed gent- like, okay, she got out of bed, she stood up there, and then she, like, sat outside. It could have been much Worse. What? I don't remember the starting point of this that made me go into this, but it's like the demon... Oh, yeah. The demon yeah. just didn't seem like it wanted necessarily to harm Katie. It was only as things kept escalating, which Mika instigated every time. Mm-hmm. And then even then, he's the one who dies. So... But, but Katie's lost her life. Right? I mean, she's lost her life and... Clearly now the demon is like, haha, I have taken over your body. I was not strong enough to do this before I was enraged. But, so I'm, I'm not like, the demon's actually a good guy. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like the demon necessarily had malicious intent, or at least not significantly. I mean, it did prior burn their house it. down. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's different. Yeah. 
Should we um We all dabble in a little arson. A little arson <laughs> from time to time. Should we so uh for the listeners, there are three different endings oh, for yes. paranormal activities. Um I have them all written down. Should I just read them? And then yeah. we can talk about which one you like the best? Okay. So these are all straight from the Wikipedia. I just copied and pasted them. Um so the theatrical ending which is what happened after Paramount got the rights of the film and reworked it. And this is this cost 200 grand, so listen up. <laughs> <laughs> On night 21, Katie gets out of bed again and stares at Mika for two hours before going downstairs. Katie screams for Mika, and he quickly rushes to help her. Afterwards, Mika screams in pain. After a moment of silence, Mika's body is violently hurled at the camera, which is knocked off the tripod, revealing Katie standing in the doorway with blood on her shirt. She crawls to Mika's body, then looks up at the camera with a grin. As she lunges toward the camera, her face takes on a demonic snarl, and the scene, and the scene cuts to black. Epilogue text states, Mika's body is discovered by the police, and Katie is missing. It did not, that summary of Wikipedia, failed to mention that there's a moment of silence like after he screams and then we hear footsteps yeah. Yeah. coming up the stairs. And then Mika gets yeeted. Yes. Not really that big of a deal, but I guess it technically builds suspense. Because yeah. you're like, ah, what's coming up the stairs? Yeah, it's Katie. It's the big red dog. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a very good twist. <laughs> Can you imagine? It turns into like... <laughs> they just ended it there. No explanation. <laughs> this is why I want money to make movies. So I can make paranormal activity. But oops. Paranormal the big red knife. Come sit at the end. Let's put a pin in that. I do have a question about that later. <laughs> but... So that was the theatrical ending. The alternate ending, which is on the DVD, um, after killing Mika off-screen, Katie comes back upstairs alone, like in the original ending. She closes and locks the bedroom door, approaches the camera, and promptly slits her own throat before collapsing dead. The scene then fades to black. Okay. Then there's the original ending that only got screened a couple times before they redid everything. So this was not on the DVD. But... Katie returns to the bedroom alone, covered in blood and holding a large kitchen knife. She sits on the floor against the bed and rocks back and forth. The next day, Katie's friend Amber leaves a concerned message at 2 p.m., visits the house at 9 p.m., discovers Mika's body downstairs, and runs away in panic. 30 minutes later, two policemen enter the house and reach the bedroom where they find the possessed Katie with the knife. Seeing them, Katie suddenly returns to her normal state and asks about Mika. After the attic door slams by itself, one of the officers panics and shoots and kills her. The camera <laughs> fades to black as the police officers continue searching the house for the source of the sound. An epilogue text appears dedicating the film to the memory of Mika and Katie. I guess, I guess it is extremely funny thinking about a police officer interrogating Katie in the bedroom and then the attic all the way over there slams and he shoots Katie. Like, I mean, it is very true for cops. Police. Police. Yeah. A cab. But, like, <laughs> they're really stretching that one. Yeah. 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 So, which of the three endings do you prefer? 
I like my Clifford idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ending number four. Clifford <laughs> four. It's Clifford all along. Bounding in. The footsteps were so loud but can because you imagine people are like, so big. So was Clifford the demon or was Clifford just there? Yeah. <laughs> and the people are like, if he was just there, why didn't he try to help? The movie never ends. <laughs> like, it, it would spawn so many questions. What if Clifford was and the demon origin story? story long? And he's just late. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, aside from that ending, though, I probably like the one that they reshot for two hundred thousand dollars yeah. and aired because it's always kind of fun when they're like, it's still out there. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, having Katie die by the demon's hand as her own hand just doesn't quite sit right with me. Her and the demon have a deeper bond. They're one now. Because if if Katie dies that way Demon has to find someone else that's to true. now. That's true. That's true. And that's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of interviews. I think there are there are parts of the original ending with um, the police officers showing up mm-hmm. that I like, but it does get a little bit convoluted. Like it, there's I, this... I kind of like her sitting there catatonic, and yeah. her friend is like, "Hey, haven't heard from you," yeah. and. I'm not even against, like, oh, the police coming in after the friend right. finds Mika's body, but with the police, it just becomes a thing, and I It know. feels like with the police ending, it goes a little bit farther than it needs to. Like, it yeah. goes, like, five minutes beyond where the yeah. actual ending should We've have been. We've got a couple yeah. extra beats in there. Yeah. That we don't um, But I do sometimes think it is interesting in movies when they're like haha you thought this thing was gonna get you but it's actually this other thing sometimes it feels like a cop out but i think it would be you're kind of like i thought it would be the demon that got her but it's just the police it's just like, people accidentally all the time yeah. um it's sort of like the original night of the living dead have you seen that many many moons ago. yeah same yeah we're like there's the zombies that people are contending with, but the main character just gets shot at the end by somebody who either thinks he's a zombie or it's been a while okay. since I've seen it yeah, too. Yeah, see but the like, psychological infighting that's relevant to that. Yeah. I feel like in a horror movie, your worst enemy is the other humans. Yeah. Instead of the entity. So. Yeah. However, I do think I also agree that the two hundred thousand dollar ending was the best one, but it's almost entirely because they're just like Katie was never found. Because I feel like the jump scares are fun, but there are no other jump scares in the movie. So it feels, it does really feel off with the rest of it. And the other ones require or rely on quieter terror, like the catatonic state or like... Which is much creepier. Slitting the throat. Yeah, and that's kind of what Paranormal Activity tried to do. I don't think it always succeeded, but I respect that it tried to be one of those scary movies because that kind of thing is almost always better than just straight jump scares. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the tones of the other two are way more in keeping, but they don't quite get there. Not yeah. like the, Katie's still alive. Yeah. She's still out there. I guess with the theatrical ending, the other question is like, why did she bother carrying Mika all the way up the stairs? Right, just, just to, to like, throw I mean, I guess the camera. They imply that the demon is mad at the camera several uh, times. Like, it doesn't like true. that they started filming, but yeah. I don't know. 
it's not quite true. strong enough to be. It's a through, I prefer a it, to, but it's. Yeah, yeah. Again, there's no other. Like I think it would have been scarier, aside from the jump scare, if like along with the steps you heard dragging. Yeah. And then and then Mika's body was being dragged in, but you can't see whatever's dragging it in. Like yeah. that would have been way better. It also probably had actually cost two hundred thousand dollars. Even with the steps, I was wondering, like, because it seemed like a lot of steps, and part of me was wondering if it was actually steps and the sound of like a head hitting the stairs oh. as they were dragging a body. But you didn't really hear anything no, dragging. It was like, just a solid like right. Like the sound design on that could have been a lot clearer and more yeah. exaggerated for this for the scare effect. Uh, so much of the movie, I think, the actual events weren't scary to me. It was the possibility of what it could be like. The times when they would show the camera, like, looking downstairs because they heard a noise or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would think, like, oh, And my it's God. always pitch dark. You can't yeah. see anything downstairs. Yeah. And I'm like, what if they go down there and then they see, like, a creepy shadowy mm-hmm. figure? Or there's just, like, a knife floating in the air and then it, like, hurls itself at them. My ideas of what it could be always mm-hmm. in my head seemed much scarier than what it actually was. And even then it wasn't scary so much as creepy. Like the things that I that resonated the most as like, ooh, creepy, I didn't like that, were when they were sleeping and the demon just sort of like was lifted the sheets and getting in there. I didn't like that. Um But that was more of like a like a quiet like you mentioned but everything else like it's unsettling but like even seeing the footprints I was like okay creepy but I, I don't know I wasn't so many things were like people had to leave the theater because it was so scary and obviously everyone has a different like threshold a, yeah different threshold for fear but it seemed more like the suspense of what could happen was scarier than anything that actually happened which on the one Personally, hand is good, is like a good, because peripherals are always scarier. And the best thing they did was not ever show the demon. I except do. for that little bit of a face and like hooves in the floor. Like, those are fine. But, yeah. like, it would have benefited, I think, from adding just a little bit more of that peripheral kind of thing. Like a shadow darting real fast. Yeah. Or um, something in the middle of being moved that stops if you look at it. Like, they were like, oh, the keys are on the floor. Or this thing is over there. And like, yeah, that's scary. But it would have been scarier if we had seen a scene of that thing being in that place before. Like, they have a lot of payoffs that don't have any setup. Hmm. Or even when the Ouija board caught fire. Like, neither one of them were home. I think it would have been more interesting if something had just, like, caught fire. And then we're like, oh, God, her house is going to burn down again. Or, like, there was more danger to it, but instead it was just, like, there was some ruffling of the plants. And then it randomly caught fire. And just that burnt for a while. And then it stopped. And also, it took the time to, like, spell out something. And then it caught on fire. So, I don't know. A lot of things... I am a chicken when it comes to, like, scary movies and stuff. I sit there and I'm like, I can handle this, and then I can't. Um, so I'm not, like, I, I'm not immune to the ways of a scary movie. 
but I just was kind of underwhelmed with this one. And also, anytime it gets into like demon stuff, I'm like, it's not as fun watching as humanoid ghost. No, because humans are always more scary yeah. than monsters. Plus, with monsters, I'm like, oh, so this is science fiction. I think part of the mm-hmm. creepiness of the Blair Witch Project is that it is found footage. And all these creepy things that are happening could be, like, someone just messing with yeah. them, which is so much creepier than the idea of, like, a witch. Like, obviously, if a witch was terrorizing me, I would not be happy. <laughs> but, I don't know. A lot of it was just, it, it felt like it under-delivered. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Kudos to the movie. I you know, thought yeah. the actress did a good job. She, Katie, did a really good job with that scream oh, at the yeah. end. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, But no, everything was just like, ah, it was my own imagination that was scarier. Being alone with my thoughts. Yeah, that's part of why I feel, I'm so sad that it was underwhelming because it's the exact kind of terror I want to see in a movie. Like jump scares, you could have one or two in a movie. I will allow that because some people find them fun. Uh, but they're cheap and they're awful. My least favorite thing about the Blair Witch Project sequel is that every single scare is a jump scare. And it's like every five minutes. It's awful. I hate it so much. Um, so this doesn't rely on that. And it's just like spooky everyday things happening around the house, which yeah. a viewer could probably like yeah. relate to. So the fact that they were just shy of making it really terrifying makes me so sad because that's more of the horror I want to see. Apparently this has spawned seven more films though. So it's possible that like maybe number six is the sweet spot. You know what? I'm gonna watch all the paranormal activities and I'm gonna video games. I'm gonna play the video games and I'm gonna be like, hey guys, this is spooky central. Yeah. Really, really scary. Like yeah, I just yeah, yeah they so close. If it was like the ghost of like a minor who, for some reason, wouldn't let Katie go, like that's just a lot creepier than a demon. Just a twelve-year-old. Or yeah, even even that ghost children are always scary. Or even the like when it when it when they saw the footprints and they were like there are footprints coming in, but there aren't footprints going out. If they had done more with that, because also he made that observation and then ran out of the room down the right. hall to so try like, to find the demon. It's like you dude, you there? just said it was still in there. But if they had done or like when Katie's standing there and she can feel it breathing and we see yeah. her hair move. I like that because that seems like an even creepier, like it's there and mm-hmm. it can mess with you, but you can't do anything with it. Yeah. So if they had utilized more of the like shadows or things moving or stuff like that, but it would just be like the door would move while they slept. And it was creepy because mm-hmm. neither of them did it, but okay. Or like Katie mentioned that sometimes she heard it whisper her name in her ear while she was sleeping. Like, why didn't we see that? That would have been terrifying. Yeah. We never just as soft far as here or something like that. I don't like that face. Um, <laughs> yeah, we never heard it do anything. Yeah, they had a lot of. Or um, she said that like she and her sister would wake up and see the figure at the end of her bed. Like, let show us that. Come on, come on. Like, show come us. On. To be clear, a shadow, something peripheral that isn't fully shaped, which is always creepier. Yep. So often the monster is creepiest when you don't actually see all of it, and then that's you do, the and you're like, ah, that's that the is scary. the rule. Or if you have to show some kind of 
corporeal body, it's always best if the face is in the shadow. Like if you have to show like, you know, a figure standing at the end of the hall in 19th century garb, at least give them a large hat that covers their face. Unless it's children or dolls, which are always creepy. They're always creepy. Actually yeah. show the face. Did, yeah. um, did either of you ever read scary stories to tell in the dark? No, because mm-hmm. the covers seem too scary. I didn't like the drawing style. I don't think that I did. I think I've read a few. There were but... some. I remember the one with the old lady and the dog. Yeah. It was actually... It's a book that's been banned very frequently. It's the only one I know of because the illustrations are too scary. Yeah. I have it downstairs if the you'd like to take a look at it. I want to see it. it. No, because the illustrations <laughs> were scary. <laughs> so much of it is like, yeah, you can tell a story and it's creepy, but like seeing the face is so much worse. The Smiling Man. The story is already creepy enough. And now after hearing it, sometimes when I'm driving alone, if I see one person out walking, I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's the Smiling Man and I can't look. <laughs> um, but the the drawing that I saw of like the really enlarged terrifying smile is what I fear the most of like if if I'm walking down the street and I do see this smiling man like imagining that head slowly turning, turning. and looking at me because the picture stays in your brain forever man when yeah. you mentioned that we always hear the footsteps slowly stomping but never running and running would be scarier running would be so much scarier so scary um all i could think of was the creepypasta where it's like oh and then he was just running towards me yes (laughs) (laughs) because obviously it's creepy if you hear footsteps blah 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 but if it's coming at a slow measured pace the entire time getting closer yeah. like you have ample time to prepare and move it's and scary. Ah, I will hide in the shower and maybe that won't do anything but like you have time to get away but if you're sitting there and it's silent or even if you hear a couple footsteps and then it starts sprinting I right. think like, I would I just have a heart attack like a couple on the spot. lead-ins and then a, like that would be yeah just awful because you can't you don't have time to react you don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen when it reaches and you. that is such a good like mini jump scare but it's not like something's popping out at you and giving you a heart attack and then it's not fun because you're just frightened and mad it's just it's like a it's like a little like oh i am at, i'm actually afraid and so yeah, just like, i was startled got like, yeah like a, like a little jump especially because jump. again the slow footsteps Tended not to lead to anything, mm-hmm. aside from the very end when Mika gets thrown at the it's camera. Needed, yeah. But yeah. everything else is just like, they hear footsteps. Creepy. What happens next? Um, I just think running would have been really scary. It's like, it's like, it's akin to um, <laughs> a tweet I saw, or maybe it wasn't a tweet. Maybe it was just a question someone posed that was like, hey, would it be better or worse if you could hear spiders, like, when they were coming towards you? And on the one hand, you're like, good, because then I'm when aware. it's coming near me, I can move away from it. But then you just hear how many spiders there are. And again, if it just starts, like, how many running towards you, anxiety. There's a spider over there. Imagine if we could it's hear being, your footsteps. It's being quiet. It's just vibing. It's just chilling. Yeah. Just don't go over here, little spider. Um, there's a spider in your house, I regret to inform you. Oh. There was a spider in their house. Is this a sign of the beginning of more <laughs> paranormal activity? That was a much bigger spider than this one. Yeah, that was a that huge was a spider. a sizable one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the movie could have had a running demon. Could have. Could have had, had a running track. demon. 
previously. A track demon. <laughs> a track demon. <laughs> really trying to get gold on the 200 meter dream. dash. Who hasn't? I've tried. I failed. Yeah. I um. I will mention though that as far as like the quiet, spooky things that happen, I did really appreciate the times when Katie would just stand there for yeah. three yeah. hours. That's deeply unsettling. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was into that. Because that's just so unlike human nature. Yeah. That it's alarming. Unrelated. Sort of related. Still pertaining to the movie. I I kept getting so frustrated with Mika, who, like, throughout the movie would be like, Who's there? Show yourself! And it's different if it's in the beginning, when he's unfamiliar with the demonic activities, blah, 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 and he doesn't realize that it's not a presence you can see, and thinks that maybe it is just someone messing with them. But throughout the movie, like, as it goes on, it's clearly a demonic presence. He clearly cannot see it all these other things and so when he just kept being like who's there show yourself i'm like mika you're so dumb we've worked together we've got tried this it didn't work it didn't work at all yeah yeah maybe that was just his human nature I also don't know why he was okay with the psychic but not the demonologist it feels like a demonologist is not more than one step up from a psychologist it feels not like they're on psychic. the same playing field. Right. So, like, why and not just have this other man come to your home? Come on, man. And again, clearly something's going on. Right. So, like, it'd be different if I, unprompted, right now was like, I should have a demonologist come to my home. Because people would be like, Kristen, why? <laughs> Decide your reasons. But they clearly have genuine, th- like, mm-hmm. okay, even if his... Things don't They got a referral. Nothing else is helping either, so it's worth a shot. You know what also should have happened? When... Clifford. Yes, obviously. But when the psychic came back the second time and was like, oh, it's really mad that I'm here. I just wanted to see the demon get mad that he was there. You know? Throw (laughs) something... Tighten his tie. Um, Rattle some windows. Right, like just yeah. be like, give give the man some some credence, but he doesn't just look like an asshole. That's like me telling people like, oh, I'm calling a demonologist because I just get a bad feeling, and they're like, well, are any windows rattling? Is it choking? And I'm like, no, it just vibes. The vibes are uh, several doors slamming at once. Like, yeah. no, like no. he just, and then he runs. And says, I will help you. And, and doesn't. Never. You're coming no. again? No. So. Yeah. What, um, what number would you give this movie? Like a five. Yeah, probably five. Solid middle of the road. Yeah. It doesn't deserve anything less than a five. No. Yeah, I was thinking was like five and a half or six. Yeah, you know, in, that, in I, that zone. I certainly didn't dislike it. Yeah. But I'm not sure that I'll be thinking about it much after this podcast. Unlike... <laughs> Other horror movies I've seen that have scarred me for life. No, but not until I play the games. That's true. You gotta. You've got you gotta seven more. Got seven more ahead of you. Yeah. Paranormal. Got two games, seven movies. Tell us when they really hit their stride. Games. So something that I did have as a question. Yes. Do you think we should just like scrounge together fifteen grand and make our own horror movie? Hell yeah. What should it be about? 
your the painting that's in your basement. Like we already <laughs> have that. I have to interact with the painting, and it's probably actually okay. Haunted. Fine, I'm Clifford the big the big red dog. <laughs> Go get Finnick. We'll paint him red. He's not red. He's sizable, but not that large. Oh my god, it's a virtual reality game. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> you don't need VR to play it. Yeah, maybe I won't why do VR. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. No, you've got to have the full VR Scary. experience. Um, you know what? Kyle has a VR thing. Maybe I'll make him let me play. Yeah, you should play. You should play this. Be like, hey, game. you know what's a fun thing to do before getting married? <laughs> playing this game. Um, no, I think shooting a movie could be fun. I once was the titular character. In a college movie, you were. I you was. have an IMDb and everything. I do. Um, no, I think I like when people just come up with these little ideas. Although it's funny that I'm sitting here and I'm like, it just there's some things where I'm like, it's automatically fiction. Like, okay, demons. But the moment he brought the Ouija board in, I was like, no, you don't mess with Ouija boards. Like, true life, it, I'm never gonna do a Ouija board because there are some things you just don't open that door. I've done a Ouija board. Yeah, that's on more than one occasion. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, and one of the books, one of my favorite series, uh, started with people using a Ouija board and they did not say goodbye at the end to shut that door, and then a, a ghost came out and it murdered people and it was bad. But I'm like, you guys shouldn't have done the Ouija board to begin with. But even if you did, you should have followed all the rules and shut that door. But there are things you don't mess with. Yeah, you do. You have to move the little planchette to the to the goodbye so that it doesn't leave the Ouija board. I or you could just that. Never, I was a responsible Ouija board. If you were either. truly responsible, you could have just like not done it. <laughs> no, Ouija boards are. Bad. I always wanted to take a Ouija board into a graveyard and just sit there in like, you know, September, October, the spooky season. Uh, no one will go with me. So that dream hasn't been realized yet. But yeah, once, because everyone's smart and you're <laughs> dumb. A friend of mine made us promise, promise never to use a Ouija board. And then me and another friend sent her a picture of the Ouija board we used like two nights later. And she did not speak to us for days. She was mad you don't use ouija board okay we didn't like bring it into her house though not like mika who was like yeah, i'm gonna bring this in my rude. house i did it in my basement it was my life on the line if mika and had, other people who came but if mika had done that to me i would have kicked him out genuinely just like it out tossed all of his things and be like if anything dude you're getting the better end of the deal here you're yeah. away from the demon i would have picked up the ouija board and snapped it in half no because that might anger the thing i usually but even if the ouija board hasn't been used I'm not touching it. I'm not. You don't mess with Ouija boards. Again, I have, I think it's funny because I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm a calm, reasonable person who believes in science and facts, but also you don't mess with Ouija boards. Also, That's, don't do that. You don't do it. I They're really want to read the poet who did Ouija board poems yeah. for a while and said never again because yeah. he underwent some weird things. <gasps> Maybe I'll read that on the plane tomorrow. You don't. Because it's October. Open. I'm going to get myself all scared, and then I'm going to make my house guest this week just hate me. It's going to be great. <laughs> just just bring all this all the arcade <laughs> nonsense you can find. Yeah. You're sitting there, and like, the fridge just refills the ice thing, and you're like, you know what this reminds me of? 
<laughs> and you just tell these horrible stories <laughs> and make everyone paranoid. Yeah. That's my bad. You do make things my worse. Bad. It's my brand. Yeah, you don't mess with Ouija boards. And dolls. I already don't dolls, like Dolls, you them. do not mess with the dolls. You don't no, mess with dolls. I, I don't like that. them. And I think I've mentioned on this podcast that I have taken two different quizzes on what my horror movie death is. And both of them say that toys come to life and kill me. Yeah. So, that's even further reason not to mess with it. I'm not going to test those waters. No dolls. Man. They're creepy. Sometimes I think about watching the Annabelle movie. I haven't. But that little, like, Annabelle prelude short that was before The Conjuring was the best part of The Conjuring. I didn't see The Conjuring. The thing is, I don't remember any of The Conjuring. I just know that I've seen it because I liked the Annabelle short that happened before it. What movie did I see? This was years ago. On the one, it was in The Conjuring cinematic universe. (laughs) Um, The one with the nuns. Do you remember it yeah. came out? I don't know the title, but I All know I know about. is that I remember before a movie that I saw, they showed the trailer for that, and it got everyone in the audience, because I think, you know, it does the classic, like, oh no, is there something down this hallway? Mm-hmm. Nothing's there. And then they turn around, and the thing was right there. Mm-hmm. But, like, you could see the entire audience just jump in their seats, <laughs> and, like, everyone was like, ah! <laughs> and they were in a bad mood the rest of the time, because, like... I get so mad when I'm startled like that, when I'm jump scared. I just get unfathomably angry. (laughs) I just thought it was funny because I think I was even going to see something maybe like kind of scary. So on one hand, like it fits, but I feel like there are people who see that and they just sort of like laugh at it and it doesn't really get them. But like the entire audience jumped. Very funny. And I was like, oh, good for them. They got all of us at once. One fell swoop. Good for you. They probably did that to everyone. So good job on the filmmakers. If you're listening to this, I liked your promo for the nun scary movie. That I can't remember the name of. The nunning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look it up. And then there were nuns. I'm just going to. Has anyone made that yet? That could be our movie. And then there were nuns. And then there were nuns. And Clifford. That would be. That would be pretty good. That's just pool oh, it's just called the nun. So <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> we could do this. We could pool all ah, of our savings together. The Conjuring Two has the nun, and then I think we see the nun as a separate movie. Hmm. We could do a catching up to special to be released next Halloween because yeah. we can't do it this year. Maybe we just have one very wealthy listener who would like to kickstart. Or a film. If you're that wealthy listener, give us a DM. Yeah, just uh, shoot us a message, and um, we'll figure out how to get your name in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> As a thank you, you will get a five-second cameo <laughs> and nothing else. Would you like to be eaten by a demon? <laughs> that could be you that for the low, low price of $15,000. <laughs> yeah. With, you know, adjusted for inflation. Okay. Which is monstrous these days. So, 20,000. 25,000? David, can you Google what that is? Yeah, what would it look like? $15,000 in 2006 is what in today's money? For the listeners. 2006 value today. 
About $22,000. $22,000! Okay. I was imagining Done. worse because of life. I was like, it's going to be $28,000. Almost double. <laughs> I mean, it's like a 50% increase. Yeah, it's see? not good. It's but... not that much wealthy investor. It's yeah. just $22,000. Who doesn't have that lying around aside from us three? Yeah. We yeah. don't, but maybe you do. <laughs> maybe you do. And you'd do. like to uh, support us in a movie. Um, I'm serious. If you give us money, I will write a movie. I have, I'll make it. I have the powers. Yeah. yeah. That's We're all, all I have. Kind of my thing. One scene that I did like, not because the movie itself was fun, but it reminded me of TikToks that I saw. <laughs> Was when they find out that the the ceiling tile is like shifted and it goes up there. Did you ever see the videos of the woman who in her apartment, like in her bathroom, would feel like a breeze? And she even showed like little tiny hairs like moving in the wind. And, uh, but it wasn't coming from the door. It wasn't coming from the window. It wasn't coming from the vent. And she figured out it was coming from behind the mirror. So she moved the mirror and it's just leading into another apartment <laughs> and uh one of her friends slash roommates or something mm-hmm. was like helping her like leap over this to get into this space and so she like brought a hammer as a weapon and the person said mean it when you swing it and now i think that every time someone has a weapon i'm just like mean it when you swing it and yeah, she found out that it was just a complete apartment that had been walled off and boarded up and sealed, and they just stuck a mirror that over it. That is scarier than if it was just a crawl space. Yeah, she was like, my landlord's getting an email tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, wouldn't that be creepy? There's a scary movie I want to see, but it seems like it could be too scary. Called The Night House. I don't know. Where a man, uh, I think he died, but he built a second house that's like a mirror image of the first. And mm-hmm. so things are like dark timeline there yeah. from what I understand. It, it seems like fun, but then I watched the trailer and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a bit much for Kristen, possibly. You got to catch me in the right mood. Yeah. There's, a, there's another sort of mockumentary movie called Lake Mungo that I may have mentioned on the podcast before. This sounds familiar. It, uh, it's, it's an Australian horror movie and it's not particularly scary throughout but there's one scene towards the end that will just burn in your brain. <laughs> it's like the scariest thing I've ever seen. So, like the Mothman scene? Like the, the Mothman okay. scene when it attacks the car. Yeah. That's at the beginning of... This is at the end of the okay. movie. It's very different. Parallels. <laughs> yeah. Mothman What's man scary prophecies. about Mothman attacking a car? Ask David. Have you seen the Mothman prophecies? No. Okay. Wait, that's not the thing that you played that one <laughs> no. time, is it? That's a documentary. This is a uh, film. Film? Film. It's the one with Richard Gere. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The smiling man. Yeah. See, that... Describing that was the most unsettling thing about how this man communicates telepathically and he knows what you're doing even yeah. though he's not there. On the telephone, that was a that was a scary scene. I should watch that again. See, people messing with people is always the scariest. Yeah. It's always the scariest. I was listening to a podcast the other day that talked about um people who had to deal with like nature. They were in 
nature and bad things happen. <laughs> the world. And uh, they mention how, like, you know, there are always two kinds of fears. And, like, one of them is, like, the fear of the other person because other people can do bad things. Humans have, have evil in them. And they're like, but I think sometimes the worst is when you're out somewhere and you realize, like, Mother Nature does not care whether you live or die. And even as I was listening to this, like, out loud, walking my dog, I was like, no, the people are scarier. Mother Nature is just, like, doing its thing. It can't help it. That's how it is. People can help it. They choose to be bad. I think it would depend on the situation. I think if the Texas Chainsaw Massacre man was coming at me, that would be scarier than being in a blizzard. I was thinking like an avalanche. Okay, but I meant a hurricane. Blizzard. A tsunami. I mean, these things are scary, but you're also like, nothing here can be helped. You can't appeal to Mother Nature. You just kind of have to roll with it. And it's bad, and it sucks, and it's scary, but, like, it is what it is, which is a very bad thing to say when people live with natural disasters, so I'm sorry. But it's it's so much creepier when, like, there is a bad person, and they're like, hey, stop doing this thing, please, and you just can't appeal to them because they are a... People are bad, which is why I was like, oh, it's just a demon. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Demon has ill will towards them, but, like, it's it's a demon. It's, it's a demon. If they had called the demonologist, this would have been okay. It would have been fine. It would have been yeah. fine, but we could ruined it. Didn't they call the demonologist, and then this other guy did show up, and they were like, hey, where's the demonologist? And they're like, oh, he's on They um, waited, like, two weeks, and then they called him. But by the time they called him, he was out of the country. Oh. Um, so they couldn't reach him, so they called the psychic back because they didn't just Google another demonologist. And he came and explained he's out of the country, but he'll be back in a few days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what the demonologist was going to do. I do. I like really a... want to know. Paranormal yeah. activity has robbed us of this experience. Yeah. Maybe paranormal activity 2 has a demonologist. <gasps> I'm going to read the summary for yeah. paranormal activity 2. I want to Google it. I just mean like I don't know. With when you have when you have ologist at the end of your name, I just assume he's like a like a spe- like if you go like he's the urologist. <laughs> <laughs> like is he gonna does he have tests and I imagine that does he something. prescribe medication? What is his deal? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. So paranormal activity, just like in general, not a bad movie. Did not regret watching it. Probably won't watch it again, though. And if its job was to make you more afraid of the possible things that could happen, then congrats. It did that. Because I mostly was more concerned about what could happen than what did happen. But if it wanted you to be scared by the events that actually occurred, I was, like, unsettled at best. So, hmm. Are you... Concerned about demons in your own life? No, but I have a funny story. Great. It's not that funny. Um, But I was on the old Tumblr.com and I was reading through. And no, this one's going to get cut from here. Because it's embarrassing to say (laughs) that I was reading a Shawn Mendes fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) And it was funny because... 
this girl kept seeing like shadows like in her peripheral vision and in the corners of rooms and whatnot and she was like oh that's not good and then it turned out that the shadow was a demon and the demon was Shawn Mendes <laughs> threw her out the window but then what's funny is that like the next day at work I was in the bathroom and you ever like do those things where you can't tell if the lights flickered or if you just like blinked a weird yeah. way mm-hmm. that happened and so it looked like there was a shadow and I was like oh my Demon <laughs> and so I don't have any actual demon experience, but sometimes when there's a shadow, I'm like, it's demon Sean. Oh my he's, god, he's serious. Classic at least demon Sean makes any scary experience like oh, it's Sean. <laughs> For me, Sean, don't throw me out a window. <laughs> that's not, that's nice. not how to be in this relationship. Um, so that's not any demon activity. Shadow, I'm just like, oh, it's Sean. There he is. How about you, David? Do you have any demon activities? No. None, none to report so far. None to report so far? Yeah. I have, I have never, no demons. I've never seen a ghost or like had something freaky happened that would like could be something paranormal what about when your toaster turned on by itself that is creepy that was something yeah but i think that was just the toaster (laughs) okay i got a new toaster and the new toaster hasn't been doing that okay so if the new toaster was also turning on by itself and staying on all night maybe there would be a toaster ghost the ghost doesn't know how to use the new toaster toaster. yeah um the closest thing, like, I guess it's good to not have, like, experiences such as these, like, mm -hmm. but the closest I have is that on vacation once, my friend and I went to a haunted hotel, and it was, like, known for being haunted, and we walked past some hallway, and some lights flickered, and, like, we watched them afterwards, those lights were not flickering, just, like, constantly, or even at certain intervals, they were on, but when we walked by, they flickered, and we were like, hoo a ghost! <laughs> but I don't think that really counts. It probably counts, yeah. but, like, not for much. Not for much. <laughs> like, half a point. Yeah. My thing is not with ghosts, and this one actually, I find actually very, like, comforting and peaceful, but, um... And again, it sounds sad when I started off, but when my grandmother died, (laughs) she had been unwell for a while. And I actually had a dream that like, I don't remember exactly what happened in the dream, but like you could tell that she was happy and she was more of herself again. And I like heard her laugh in the dream. And I remember thinking like, oh, that's a good sign. And it was not because I found out that she had died. But then you could argue that like she had been unwell she's for a while. She's letting me know she's okay. So it was yeah. letting me know that she's okay. And I'm not really a spiritual person. I do not really have any belief in a higher power. Um, but I was like, huh, interesting. Because, I mean, you could also make the case... I had a dream about my grandmother because her health had been on my mind recently. Very possible. But I thought it was very nice that um, I got a nice little happy dream. And then it just happened to be while she had passed away. So, And then the other day I was like, man, I miss my cat who we had to put down. And then she was in my dream that night. And I was like, that was so nice of her to come say hello when I said I missed her. And again easy to be like you had been thinking of your cat so your cat appeared in your dreams there are definitely logical explanations 
but sometimes it's nice to consider the illogical explanation. And those aren't bad experiences, so I'm content with them. If they do happen to fall into the paranormal realm. My sister has dreams like those all the time about various family members. She's the only one. Interesting. Yeah, she's the favorite. Apparently. I did once have a dream that I was in Japan. I never had ever had a dream about being in Japan and like the next day or two days later they had one of their really big tsunamis and I was like did I cause this? Obviously not but you know high school logic and no I don't know for sure I could have a connection to the world yeah you could but it sounds like your sister's the one with the connection to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To 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 our to your familial world. Familial world. Family tree. Family tree. The ghost tree. The ghost. Yeah. So it's only um, relatives who have died that she sees. Yes. Who she sees. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You say like, this happens frequently, but like how yeah. frequently? Like um, before she did um, in vitro treatments for a long time to have mm-hmm. her kids, and it didn't work for like a dishearteningly long time, mm-hmm. and she was in a bad place. Mm-hmm. And she had a dream with my paternal grandmother who had passed by then, and she was like sitting at this old table and I think grandma said something comforting mm-hmm. about twins and like held her hand or something and then Tiffany got pregnant with twins. Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, you can't. Has it all the time. You can't ignore and something yeah, like that. My mom has had several dreams as well with my maternal grandmother, with her mother after mm-hmm. she passed. Um, telling her like things are okay. But I know that they happen a lot. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My mom once had a dream that my brother and I were on the roof of the barn that's in the... I have, I have some woods on that property and there's an old barn back there. Um, that we were on the roof of the barn and fell off and got hurt or died or something. So she came outside and my brother and I were on the roof of the barn. <laughs> Like, right towards the edge, like, looking over, like, she was very mad at us. <laughs> but uh, also, kudos to her brain yeah. slash the universe for being like, hey, hey, dangerous situation at the head. Here's Your a warning. It's funny, too, because, like, we didn't usually go on the roof of the barn, but See? just that day, we happened to be doing that while like, she was inside yeah. taking a nap, so. Yeah. That sounds great. The barn roof. The barn yeah. roof. It was fun to hang out on the barn roof. There's a, a tree hit the barn, and the roof has a big hole in it now, um, which I don't know what to... That's a story for a different time. Yeah. Maybe but. if you had jumped off the barn roof, you could have broken a bone. I broke a bone by jumping off a roof. You could be like Kristen. You could have could broken have a bone. Yeah. Which, which bone? One of my wrists, but I don't remember which. I think it was my left. Hmm. But I'm not positive. She's not I positive. bet it was your right. See, it's hard because I was I was five 
So one, that's a long time ago. Yes. And two, like if this had happened when I was like 15, I could remember because I am right-handed and I could remember whether yeah. or not it had like interfered with my mm-hmm. handwriting. Um, but I was five and it was before I started school. So like, yeah. I don't have any clear memory of being like, ah, curse this cast. I cannot draw yeah. my pictures. So I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Don't know. Don't know. Do not know. We'll never know. Just like we'll never know what happened to Katie unless they mention it in later movies or the they video do. games. In Paranormal Activity 2. Is it, yeah. is it really like eight movies about Katie? I don't know if there are. She's in all of them. I just read I want to read the summary for Paranormal Activity 8. I think it goes up to seven, but there was also like a Japanese movie that was like a side quill, side quill, sequel, but... Next of Kin? Yeah, perhaps. See... They gotta stop with these. They started just doing like paranormal activity, paranormal activity two, three, four, but then they have like next of kin and the marked ones and the ghost dimension. Like, don't be a coward. Stop trying to be original. Just number them one through seven. Ouch. <laughs> what are the reviews for uh, the ghost dimension? It says the Rotten Tomatoes consensus says that this franchise is quote. Thrills are mostly gone, (laughs) but not gone enough to prevent a seventh movie from getting made. Yes, Kristen. Katie's mentioned. (laughs) In number seven. I don't know how much she actually has to do with it, but they mentioned her. Great. Are there other paranormal activity thoughts? Um... No. Great. So, let's talk about for next time then. Yeah. All right. I don't remember what it is. I don't do I. Yeah. Well, we did already sort of talk about this at the end of episode 71, where I gave some predictions for the next episode. But surprise, it's Atlas season three. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> In Atlas season three. Appa returns stronger than ever, (laughs) single-handedly wiping out the Fire Nation in revenge for his awful treatment in Season 2, while our friends Sokka, Kitara, Toph, and Toph? It's Toph. I always say Toph. It's Toph. And Aang look on with approval. He becomes the most powerful Sky Bison of all time, the Appatar. (laughs) Master of all four bison elements, tail, horns, cute ears, and fluffy coats. Yes, season three writes all the wrongs of season two, bringing the best character into his own, while the others are off falling in love or whatever. It's Atlas season three! Atlas season three! Appa, Appa. Appatar. No mention of Momo, very rude. Momo's falling in love. With whom? Is it Appa? Kitara. (laughs) (laughs) Quite way you said that. Like, what's a girl? What's a girl? Okay, I will allow it. I'm very fond of Avatar. I'm proud of you for that one. Thanks. That was way better than anything that we have said this whole episode. Thanks. I'm excited for one episode. <laughs> Many episodes. <laughs> Several. 
What is the two two immediately come to mind? One for funds, one for like, oh, Mm. interesting. Which I don't know what you're talking about. You'll have to text me. Yeah. So if you have followed the other Atla episodes, maybe this is one of them. The last one. Have a guess for the fun one. There are only three seasons. There are only three seasons, but there are also four seasons of. Legend of Korra. There are. Yeah. We could, if, let us know on Twitter if you enjoyed this. I forgot about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 we're both excited for that one now. Great. And then the fun one, you probably, it's the most fun one of the season. Hang on, I'm texting you. Wait, I texted the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Atlas season three. Yeah. Very excited. I yeah. don't remember how many episodes there are. This is, uh, uh, yes, you were correct. Yeah. Um, the second one that you said, I think, yeah. is correct. That's correct. And I lost my time. thoughts. But Avatar Season 3. Yes. Fun times. Yes, Very yes, excited. Yes, and yes, then yes, I yes, can yes, ask yes. you the question I have been wanting yes. to ask you. The question. For the entirety <laughs> of the show. Okay. That you probably... Won't really care about, no. to be honest. <laughs> Great. But you might. You Who might knows? have opinions. Might throw us a curveball. Yeah. You might have opinions that align with mine. Opinions that align with Hallie's. Opinions, opinions that align with other people. Yeah. We'll find out. We'll find out. Does it involve Momo and Katara? <laughs> <laughs> Because. I'm not going to say yes, but I'm not going to say no. <laughs> Katomo is their ship name. Katomo. <laughs> you would be surprised at how many fanfics there are for Katomo. I wouldn't be that surprised, <laughs> I don't think. At the sheer volume, though, David. Yeah. The yeah. volume. I wonder what the most popular ship is. Please. See... In my mind, there's a clear standout yeah. that I'm pretty sure is. Yeah. But also, I have seen people shipping two other people who I did not foresee. And then I was like, oh, that could be fun. That could be nice. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know who I'm talking about? I know the first one you're talking about. I don't actually know this other. Oops. You know, very texting. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, let us know on Twitter if you enjoyed this three episode arc of watching all of Avatar The Last Airbender and if you'd like us to watch other television shows, perhaps The Legend of Korra or other who can say? Anything can else. Say? If, if Someone TV pitch was... Bridgerton <laughs> <laughs> so I can make them watch it. Season 2. Only oh, season 2. Season 2 is the only one that matters at present. Yeah. So if TV has just been a mistake that we keep repeating. Let us know that too. <laughs> but um, yeah, I am really excited to watch the rest of Avatar. I've enjoyed the first two seasons a lot. And, and this one's just going to really let you down. Yeah. Yeah, what if this is the worst? What if this is, <laughs> this is why there's only three seasons? Not because they were going to make a four. They were just like, you know, no. The audience reception just canceled. was abysmal. Yeah, so that'll be for no, next time. Katara did not strike audience. <laughs> <laughs> Some people called it weird. 
and not <laughs> good. It's very joke that the comet was just going to crush all of Katara's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> People hate it. <laughs> Comes out of the sky. No, it's the The comet is actually shaped like a donut. And so... <laughs> Crashes in and misses Katara and Saga like it's everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Except Appa, who was able to first fly, to fly the around hole. That doesn't and save then, anybody else yeah. from the donut comet. Yeah. The comet. There's donut. Donut. <laughs> donut. 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 Alright, well, this has been paranormal activity. <laughs> That's it. That's the show. Goodbye, Kristen. Goodbye. Goodbye, Hallie. Bye. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> <laughs>